Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to our I've Decided podcast. My name is Kim Martin, and I'm the founder of I've Decided and host of your show today. So we are going to be talking about resourceful. And what does resourceful mean exactly? Well, the definition says having the ability to find quick and clever ways to overcome difficulties or being skilled at solving problems. So let me ask you, how resourceful are you? Hold on as Kim Martin and Pastor Chuck Brown help you look at six distinctive traits that resourceful people have in common. Well, I'm here today with my awesome guest, Pastor Chuck Brown. Hello, Pastor Chuck. Oh, she said awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorite words. I am good. Yes, I am doing great. And Pastor Chuck is uh, the senior pastor at Victory Christian Church. And you and I met a few years ago at one of our I Decided Motivational Leadership Conferences. And it was a great pleasure to meet you. And I've been following you on social media and man talk about resourceful you guys pastor chuck you are doing some amazing things and one of the things that i saw most recently which i am just so impressed in and off of is the grocery store idea what you're doing um with opening a grocery store uh here in peoria illinois now we are recording live on today is tuesday fat tuesday <laughs> We were just talking about that. Uh, But you might be listening, you know, maybe a week from now or even a year from now. But we are recording in Peoria, Illinois. And so Victory Church is local here in Peoria, Illinois. And uh, you are doing some great things on the south side of Peoria, which I think is resourceful. So I'm interested in learning more. And that's why I wanted you to join me. And I just uh, wanted to have a great conversation with you today. I have some characteristics of people who are resourceful and thought we could talk about some of those, but tell us what's going on with that. Well, I, I, I'm very excited. Uh, it's, it's one of my, uh, I'm, I'm a pastor by vocational, but also an entrepreneur and, uh, this supermarket, uh, came about a vision that, you know, God gave me considering, uh, Peoria has two locations, uh, in our community, which would be considered a food desert. Okay. Uh, food desert, uh, uh, by definition, is an area that the Department of Agriculture uh, considers uh, uh, an area where at least a large portion of the population is within, I guess you can say, further than a mile from fresh uh, food. And that's in an urban community. But if you're in a rural area, that rule of thumb is for uh, 10 miles. Okay. And so uh, the south side of Peoria has uh, had some uh, uh, great, first of all, great area town, you know, great people, but they've had a tough time uh, maintaining uh, the essential services such as uh, supermarkets. Uh, They have suffered a loss by losing uh, Walgreens, uh, CVS, and so, but there's a a saturation of convenience stores and, and again, uh, no uh, indictment against convenience stores. Those business owners are working very hard to try to provide a value service as well. But when it comes to a supermarket, there's no fresh fruit in no the fresh food in the convenience store. No. Usually, outside no. the little baskets of right. maybe a few bananas here or there, here or there. I see and what so you're saying. You don't okay. have, uh, and as a result, food desert areas, according to research and study, 
uh, you're dealing with um, uh, health crisis, obesity um, is a major issue because most people develop patterns uh, of eating unhealthy food or processed food. And so it does uh, have a very negative impact on the community. Mm -hmm. so, so our goal is to go in and fix the problem. I love it. <laughs> Resourceful. Can we come back to that definition again? <laughs> Having the ability to find quick and yes. clever ways to overcome difficulties, yes. skilled at solving problems, yeah, which yeah. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you just said you yes. have that entrepreneurial mindset. And that's that's pretty that's you know, that's pretty typical of an entrepreneurial spirit you're you're looking for ways to solve those problems and so you're just going to open it that's when I, I you guys i saw that i'm like passion chuck just gonna go and open in a supermarket and i thought i yeah. was you know yes it's, it's it's a huge project right. and the further i get into it the more i'm like okay what am i doing no, i'm just kidding but it's uh you know i've got a great guy uh, john uh, uh hopkins uh keith has been very supportive and kind of helping me get through a tough season here in my life and he uh also as an entrepreneur you know as entrepreneurs we're crazy uh, we're risk takers, but I do want to share this with entrepreneurs. Uh, here's a good thought concerning resourcefulness. You can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And that was a quote by Zig, Zig Ziglar. Ziglar. One of my favorite and, quotes. You know, it's our thing. Our thing. We're wanna, we're wanting to help bring something of value to the community. We're not looking for people to tear the doors down to harvest because, well, we're the only option. We want you to come, literally. We want to be a very competitive uh, store. Uh, we want to be a very exciting place to shop. We want a great experience. Uh, we will sell all essentials, of course, but we want you to really experience uh, good quality service. That's going to be major. And so um, it, with that, we'll have a food court called Harvest Grill. So okay. we're going to have some great food there. Yummy. Uh, as well as I, I gave, finally put my name on one of my business ventures, Brown Coffee and Cream. Get it? No point intended. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll awesome. have a coffee kiosk. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm an old school. For all of you young people who like spending a lot of money on flavored water called coffee, because coffee to me is just black coffee. I'm just saying. Anyway. Right. But we're going to have what is it, mocha latte and all that cute stuff that they like. That's but awesome. It's going to be fun. We we even took the drop ceiling out of the building. We didn't want to have the Dollar General look. We wanted to give you a a, a, a great uh, appeal when you walk in the door. So it's going to be fun. When are you opening? Well, the goal was April, but, you know, supply chain issues and then getting some other things in place that we need to do. We should be open by June, at which time I'm going to speak on another resource that we're going to provide. And we are being resourceful. Farmers markets will still take place in our parking lot. We're going to have a certain a, a specific section of our parking lot set up for our community uh, partners who provide vegetables and community gardens. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting with them yet. I have spoke to a few people in that area. Okay. And so uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, when they come and you do the farmer's market, you'll be able to get produce out there on the spot. We'll have a big fat grill out there. We'll have cotton candy and stuff for the kids. And we're going to do that all summer. So that is going to be yeah. great. I cannot wait. Yeah. I'm so thankful that I'm in Peoria so that I can participate. And uh, if you're not in Peoria, you can drive on over or get online yeah. and check it all out. 
So I, I guess I want to ask a couple of questions. So okay. these bigger stores move out of the area. Yes. I, I'm curious what they're, what happens, why, the big reason why. Right. And then my second question is, how are you guys going to do it differently right. so that you don't run into any of the same situations that whatever it is they ran Absolutely. into can you talk, speak on that a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely. That is a, we have what I consider a very good business model. And, uh, and we, we have taken that into strong consideration. There are problems that uh, both uh, Aldi's and Save-A-Lot experience as with other business owners, um, the issue of theft. Uh, but what most people don't understand is most theft in supermarkets is internal and not external. Okay. So therein uh, has to come a skill of hiring uh, and creating more of a team approach. And by having uh, people in the community that we feel good about, that we can trust, that's going to come in and do a great job. In fact, I, we're not, we won't have employees, we'll have team members. Okay. Okay. So they'll be a part of this process. Uh, uh, pay and different things will be based on the performance of the store. Okay. And so as the store uh, performs and does well, our team members will also benefit from that uh, as well as the community, which I'll share here in a moment. The other, um, uh, uh, um, the other uh, thing we have to take in consideration is in that arc area where we're going to be located, there is a large number of people who do depend on uh, the uh, link uh, as far as uh, sure. uh, food uh, for, for food and families. And I think that's amazing. We want to serve those families and we want to do a great job, but we also had to adjust our store accordingly to when that time of the month does come. Uh, we're going to be an attractive enough store and competitive enough where we anticipate uh, uh, customers from the 61606, the Bradley area, they're just going to love us so much. They're going to want to come down the hill. So we will be able to tackle that challenge, which was another issue for Save-A-Lot. Um, theft prevention will also, uh, uh, because we will not sell alcohol or tobacco products, Okay. Um, we will have our food court. So typically when people come in shoplifting, I, I hate using that term, but it's really is concern of a lot of people. You'll get a box of cereal because our meat will be set up like Alwyn's. So it's behind the case. Okay. Our, uh, you know, again, uh, we don't have anything that's really attractive for anyone external to come and put in your pocket. Usually you know, it's the addictions that, that yeah. cause somebody yeah. that don't have the resources. Yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. I study behavior uh, change and that's yes. what I do as a coach. Yes. And uh, helping people change the behaviors yes. that they need to change in order to see the results they want to see. Yes. And uh, it can be weight loss, which is what I've spent most yes. of my time doing at Curves, right? But yes. what I have learned uh, is it doesn't matter what it is. It's yes. Success is a process. Absolutely. It's all the same mindset and it all there. it's a, it's a, a methodology. Right. And usually, and what I find and what I believe and what I've learned is that, uh, People that steal usually aren't thieves. No, they don't. No. They there. There is a desperate, yes. a desperation Fiction. behind yes. Yes. the the what they're doing. Right. They don't typically have that heart of a evil, mean thief. It's it's right. that I'm desperate. I mean, you know, it's hard for people to understand that don't struggle with addictions. But I come right. from a family of addiction. 
I struggle yes. with addictions. Yes. I have struggled with addictions in the past. Right. Smoking, let's just exactly. use that being one of them. Of okay. course, thank God, by the grace of God, yes. I kicked that habit. Absolutely. I lost a sister last summer oh, from lung cancer at 55 okay. years old from the habit. Yes. So, you know, it's been in our family. But what I will say is, if you don't know what it feels like to have that nicotine craving right. or be addicted right. and all of a sudden you're in this terrible place right. mentally, it puts you in a desperate situation. I, yeah. I want to just remind you guys what mm -hmm. maybe in case they missed it, you said you're not going to sell tobacco and liquor, which I honor so greatly right. that you are doing that because that's a huge, generally speaking, that's a huge moneymaker. Right. Um, and so the fact that you're just going to say, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to count on this other right. products to be, I love, I just think that's phenomenal. Well, it's, it's, um, you know, I, it's, I just want to piggyback a little bit on what you said. And that's usually the case, uh, you know, being in a ministry, you know, people have issues uh, that lead to, you know, uh, some criminal behavior. You're going to have that a lot of mental health issues uh, as well. One thing Harvest is going to have is sort of a benevolence uh, program. Okay. Um, if you have a issue where you are struggling and you do not have link or you do not have a resource of cash to get food, we're actually going to have a community benevolence where we can take care of you. So what that does is that takes away the temptation mm -hmm. of feeling like you need to take care of yourself. Uh, getting away from uh, the alcohol and tobacco products, again, we are committed to bringing a healthy resource into the community and i feel we're willing to take that risk mm -hmm. um you know and make up those gross cells if we are doing a great job on our grill and our coffee kiosk uh i have no which, doubt you will we're gonna have cooking classes too you are yeah oh my goodness <laughs> that is awesome every saturday you know you come in and do a lot of tasting but we're going to do a lot of great things with vegetables and uh, really help people discover new ways that you can create appetizing, uh, appetizing dishes with the use of vegetables and bell peppers and different things like that. That's good for you. That is so awesome. Yeah. I'm just excited. Me too. I can't wait. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm even more excited. And I know you said it at the beginning. Can, can you say what the name of the grocery store is? It's a Harvest Supermarket and Grill. Harvest uh, Supermarket and Grill. Yes. I love that. And inside you'll have what's called brown coffee and cream. The goal is to incubate brown coffee and cream. And at some point we're hoping to take that concept outside of the store um, and be able to do another business opportunity down the street. One other thing I think is really big when we talk about being resourceful, uh, because we are not a chain. We're not under the pressure like Kroger's or Aldi's or any of the other fine supermarkets in our community. We will be able to take our profits from our business and reinvest back into the community. Yeah, that's our plan. That's your plan. And I, yeah. it's going to work great. I, yeah. I mean, I can. I, there's excited. no doubt about it. <laughs> what you got, your heart's in the right place. Yes. What you're doing is for the good. And uh, you're going to get you already have a huge following and support in the Peoria community. Yes. And I think mm -hmm. that's going to just, you know, make a, it's going to be a huge difference yes. maker. That's Plus so. people in this community uh, want things to get better. And Absolutely. we want to, we want to see um, success in all areas of our community. And more yeah. importantly, we just want to see people be successful. Yes. And, uh, and so coming back to how resourceful are you? So, 
if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to Pastor Chuck Brown talk about uh, his uh, vision with the supermarket and grill, uh, you know, I want to, in the article that we sent out to our members, we gave them six distinctive traits okay. that resourceful people have in common. All right. And so I want to share those with you guys. I want you to take these traits. And I, what I want you to do is I want you to think about them and how they relate to you and in your life. And none of us are, these traits, none of us have all of them. Right. And even if we do have, all, have them all, we don't have them all at the same time. Okay. okay? Hmm. These are behaviors, really. They, hmm. They're practices. Okay. We and, and behaviors can be learned right. and Absolutely. good behavior and bad behavior. That's correct. So regardless, if you go, I'm not a flexible person. Yes. Okay. That's a behavior. And so you can become flexible. Right. If you're not practicing being a flexible person, You'll never have then you won't be flexible. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Okay. You're right. Yes. But if you practice being flexible, then you become flexible. Right. And mm -hmm. so I think it's important that you have these takeaways because I, I can sense just in having this conversation with you, um, Pastor Chuck, that you certainly have many of these. And if you don't, you quickly figure it out and pick it up when you need to. Okay. And so the first one, as I said, is flexibility, okay. right? Absolutely, so yeah. being flexible, <laughs> listening to what people, listening, yes. right? I think, Ooh. and being open yeah. to hear uh, and even when we come back to talking about the supermarket, you know, I know that there are people that say, well, you can't open a store there because people come still and right. you get all this violence right. and people are afraid and people right. are scared. Yeah. But, you know, we got to be flexible and open minded right. and listen. What you just said made perfect sense. Right. They're they're coming. If Usually theft is on the internal, which yeah. I agree with that. I've worked in retail many years oh, prior yeah. to my curves and I've decided okay. that's so true yes. and that's across the board. So if you figure out a way to make that uh, more beneficial to the employee, if there's no theft happening, that's yes, going to help. Oh, yes. Um, but also knowing that uh, usually theft is caused by uh, a desperate plea of Absolutely. some sort, whether it be an addiction or hunger. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, or their family's hungry or something right. like that. So, yes. and so, so just, you know, being flexible to listen, being open-minded to yes. understand that there's different ways of doing things. Um, COVID taught us something. Yeah. <laughs> we had to learn uh, to be flexible. I mean, out of, out of COVID came Zoom meetings, out yes. of, you know, podcast things that were intensified at a greater level and as 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 entrepreneurs and business owners and even if you're trying to start a ministry whatever it is you know that god has given you um you have to be willing to be flexible and i think that's one of the biggest challenges that most people face mm -hmm. is they're wanting everything to be abc one two three but right. that's not the real world and if you're not willing to uh adapt it's gonna you're, you're gonna have a tough time no matter what your goals are yeah, I agree. So second it, they're confident. Now, mm. now so you yeah. you have to understand people think that confident people are always confident. No, no. And again, it, it's a behavior and a practice. Yes. If you meet yes. someone who you think is confident, you go, I don't have the confidence they have. 
I'm not as confident as Pastor Chuck or Kim. I can't walk into a room and just start talking. talking. You know, you can, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right right. either way, right? Um, Confidence is a practice behavior Mm -hmm. and people aren't confident all the time, you know, uh, but it definitely is a a distinctive trait of someone who's resourceful. Any thoughts on, you know, how, what would you say to someone who says, yeah, I'm kind of weak in that area or, you know. I, I think the big thing is learn, if in exa- and for example, if you have a goal, okay, I can sit here and talk to you with more confidence concerning Harvest Supermarket because I took the time to do my research. I take training through United Food Incorporated. So it's amazing the more you learn about what it is you're trying to do, the more confident you become. And and at some point, faith has to step in mm-hmm. and that will raise your level of confidence, knowing that if God brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. Woohoo! I love yes. it. Amen. <laughs> Claiming that one. So what about innovative? Uh, re- resourceful people tend to be innovative, yes. which is... Uh, come on now, this is what's happening with your supermarket and the, yes. the brown, uh, brown what's the coffee brown coffee. I got to enter. You've probably already determined maybe where you're going to get your beans and that kind of thing. But I have to share after the podcast is over, I have to share a resource with you. Good. We well, have we a local, you are open. Good. We have a local um, hmm. uh, family who actually grows beans in okay. Colombia. And it's a, and it's an amazing story. They're doing great things. So yeah, I'll tell you about that. Looking for local suppliers, by the they're way. They're looking. Yeah, this. they they run in. Yes. They run because they have a coffee yes. shop. They run into people okay. thinking it's competition, no. but ultimately they grow their own beans on a sustainable farm. And right. what they're doing is paying the farmer sustainable wages yes. in Colombia, wow. where you know that's not a good area. Right. They're being paid pennies and they're starving. Oh, man. And yes. then they're then they are tempted to grow opium. Which causes all of all us problems. Of problems. <laughs> and so they're 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 good people yeah. doing good work. And Great. I don't know if it, there's a fit there, but we'll we'll be innovative yeah. and maybe think it through. We're but we're certainly looking for local uh farmers, we're looking for local food suppliers. We're even gonna help people uh, who may want to put their product uh, on the shelves. I know one local uh, business owner, uh, Loving Good, has a great barbecue sauce. It is definitely our goal to put their sauce on our shelf. They haven't even talked to Have you yet. talked to Michelle King about her um, collard greens? No. See, see, <laughs> All right, Michelle. Michelle yeah, you know who Michelle, you know yes, Michelle I King. Sure She's do. On, I didn't know you did collard Yes, greens. and she has talk. an amazing idea. Okay. She's going to put them in a jar. Okay. It's going to be wow. good. I'm going to talk to her okay. too. All right. Uh, here's another one. They're prepared. Yes. You know, mm. we can't wait. You can't just wait for things to happen. Yes. You got to be prepared for yeah. what might, for right. what's going to happen. That's that old saying better to, uh, you know, be prepared and not have an opportunity than to get an opportunity and not be prepared. You never know when, you know, God's going to release that plan. So you do your homework and most people want success, uh, but it's kind of like, Uh, many people just want to stand on the stage and collect the gold medal without putting in the preparation of what you have to do. You have to prepare yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially. Mm -hmm. Those are five key points for me. And I I tell people all the time, it starts with spiritual and then taking care of your body and 
getting yourself prepared. You may not have the money right away right. to start your business. You may not have the connections or all the people you need to start your church, but just get started. Yes. You know, Dr. King put it best, you know, uh, when you uh, climb the ladder, you know, you must take the first step. Mm -hmm. You don't need to climb the whole ladder right away. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, and he also said, if you can't run, walk. walk. If you can't walk, <laughs> crawl, whatever you can do, right? That's resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and that's what it's about. It's about starting where you are where you with are. what you have. Yes. Right now, today. Yes. yes. And started. so, yes. Yes. And steadfast. Mm. Uh, resourceful people mm. are steadfast. Yes. Meaning you got stick to itiveness. You ever heard of that word? Oh, I read a book one time called Stick to Itiveness. It was a it's yeah. in it's actually so funny. This mm. is a total little sidebar, but it's a new word in the dictionary. It's actually a word in the dictionary wow. now in this no later that, mm -hmm. anyway. Stick it's it wasn't a word and now it is. Stick to itiveness. Mm. And and it and it's just saying, I'm gonna do it till you know yeah. it happens because I know this is yes. what is I'm supposed to be doing, having yes. that faith that you're where you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to do. And if God brought, what did you say? If God he brings you, you to it, it, he'll bring you through. He'll it. bring you through it. You know, it was Longfellow that said, if you stand at the door and you knock long enough and hard enough, somebody's going to answer. <laughs> Sooner or later, you have to be willing to, to stand in there. You know, after you've done all the stand, stand there for somebody yes. say how long till you get what you're standing there for. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so true. So you you have to be steadfast. You can never, 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 never give up. And let me yeah. tell you, you want to. Yes. You want to give up. And and you think that it's not yes. happening in the right timing. And it's, right. you know, you you get exhausted and you get tired. And but and you might fall down, but you get up and you right. dust yourself off. And you get back to standing. Yeah, I, I've learned in life if when life knocks you down, land on your back. You mm -hmm. can look up, you can get up. I mean, it's 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 critically important. You are going to have adversity. Yes. You're, you're gonna, it's a part of the process. Christ had adversity. Everyone's gonna run into that adversity, but it's not there to stop you. It's there to to build you and strategically make you stronger. And you'll feel so much better when you persevere. And you get through, you'll feel better, a little taller. And I think most people listening, you think about some of the things that you've ever had to go through. Right. And you got to the other side. You didn't quit. And didn't you feel a little bit taller? Yes, you absolutely. Know? I think the biggest mistake that we make um, as humans when it comes to success right. is um, that we give up too soon right. and we yeah. think it shouldn't be so hard. No. We Because most of the time we just right. see you know, successful, successful people. people. They're just there. Yeah. Know, and you think, oh, it's just easy way. for them. Right. It's just good for them. And, no. you know, and, and no. the, the highest performing athletes in our country, I mean, the greatest of all times, Michael Jordan, right. um, uh, who's the, the new, the guy that just retired the football guy down in Florida, the Buccaneers guy that went uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Absolutely. He's known as the goat now because yes. he's won so Absolutely. many, but you know, those kinds of athletes, they, we see their success, right. but can't, the work that goes went on behind the scene, right. most people would never do. Never do it. Never do it. And so yes. it's hard. Yeah. It, it, and, and it's, it's you know, it, do it hard. Life is going to throw curves. It's, it's, it's a part of the process. Uh, you know, some people, again, we want that success, but sometimes we'll see 
the obstacle will say, well, maybe this isn't the plan of God for me. This isn't what I'm supposed yes. to be doing. Or, and so it's easier to retreat back to comfort, mm -hmm. you know, but maybe that obstacle was put there for you to grow. Again, an uh, airplane can't get in the sky without the resistance of wind. You can't build muscles, you know, from curves without the resistance sometimes of weight or pressure. Right. It is those things that, that make you. And like the old folks say, if it, if it, if it don't kill you, to make you stronger. <laughs> and that's the absolute truth. <laughs> yes. And that's true. I think, uh, you know, I know you and I, we've lived oh, long man. enough to have experienced that. So, all right. They're flexible. They're confident. They're innovative. They're prepared. They're steadfast. And last but not least, they're calm. Yes. Oh, this was yes. the one that struggled with this one hit home for me. I was yeah. like, oh, Lord, I feel it. Mm. I know I can get real crazy real quick. Yeah. That's not one of my strengths, though. I can't tell you anything about being calm. <laughs> well, we're in trouble. Yeah. We're the same. Entrepreneurs, people tell us to calm down. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just calm down. My husband says that to me all the time, and I want to punch him when he says that. Yeah, or be patient. Yeah, I hate he's that like, word. Hey, babe, calm down. I'm like, I'm going to calm you down. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's time. ironic it. that I came up with this, but you know, I, as I thought yeah. through the process and as I'm writing these articles, I'm always thinking from a yeah. perspective of myself and yes. conviction, right? right? And it's like, okay, when I find myself not being resourceful, what's happening? Right. Usually I'm freaking out. Absolutely. So if I stay yes. calm, you know, and remember there's a solution for everything. Yes. If you yes. just stay calm enough to see it, because once yes. you, once you, you know, um, I heard a message one time at church, a pastor, I'm not even sure who it was, but talking about, you know, you mm. get in a mud puddle, right? <laughs> and somebody gets in a mud puddle and they're pounding around in the right. mud puddle, someone freaking out or causing right. whatever problems. Well, you can get in the mud puddle with them right. or you can stay outside on the clean ground, ground. you know, Absolutely. and it's like, that's mm. kind of the same. You can stay calm or you can jump in the mud puddle. Yeah. Uh, and we know which one usually works out for the better. Yes. <laughs> Learning to, you know, hold your peace. I mean, it, it's not something we, uh, you know, that's, that's natural. Some people it does come natural, but it is learning to, you know, hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battles. There's a time to, uh, press, uh, but there's also a time to pull back and, and meditate and think. And what helps me in the morning is uh meditation mm -hmm. listening to god's voice yes. and listening to his instruction before you take off running uh -huh. because i'm i'm one of those guys sometimes i've had the tendency to jump off the bridge and build a parachute on the way down <laughs> That's what entrepreneurs <laughs> again do. we're but. very like-minded <laughs> we we are but you know i want to yeah. just this is important to remember i think yes. people can maybe act calm but inside their they're stewing. Yes. Some of us, yes. like myself, we stew outwardly mm. and mm -hmm. some people stew inwardly. inwardly. Yes. I think um, the key to calm is, and both of those are bad, Right. is the point. Yes. Uh, if you stew outwardly, yes. not good. You're stewing inwardly, not, not good because you're still, you're you're, what, your, th your thoughts are, yes. what does Jesus say about your thoughts? You're, yes. You might as well act it out. So right. some of us are acting it out. Some of us are just thinking it. Mm -hmm. Both are bad. Right. The calm that we want you to encourage you um, to practice is that inner peace, yes. that calmness that says, this is a bad situation, maybe. Absolutely. 
but there has to be a way through it. Through it. And you're calming yeah. yourself. And that's what you're talking about with the meditation. And, I think and that's helps so important. You to not make a, you know, I always tell people when you get under pressure, and this is something I had to learn uh, over the years, you don't ever want to make a permanent decision on a temporary situation. And most people, when they're under pressure, you'll make a decision. And how, you know, many of us know it costs a lot to get out of situations a lot more than it did to get in. Exactly. So sometimes you need to step back, assess the situation. And before you make a move or make a decision that you may regret. Love it. That's good advice. Yeah. You know, ultimately um, being resourceful is a key to success. If yes. you're going to be successful, you have to be resourceful. Yes. And so applying some of those six characteristics, yes. those behaviors to your life, will help you be more resourceful yes. and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And uh, mm -hmm. we'd love for you uh, to become a part of our community at I've Decided. And that's what we do. We help you achieve your goals and dreams. And it's easy to join. You can go to ivedecided.org and sign up as a member. You can get group coaching or individual coaching and all kinds of awesome benefits, all the pieces of the puzzle for success yes. in one location. Uh, Pastor Chuck, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It has just been yes. a real pleasure. I am so excited about uh, Harvest Supermarket and Grill. Uh, you can count my family in <laughs> for being there because I know the food's going to be good because uh, yes. we like the same kind of food. I'm from the yes. South. Oh, so, man. you know, soul food, Southern food, same yes. thing. <laughs> it, it's it's going to be. And one thing I, I wanted to mention and the grill, I'm trying not to talk too much about our right. Our menu, but we will have a smoked turkey leg. Oh, if yeah. If you've ever been to Houston, they have a place called Smoked Turkey Leg. Now, you talk about resourceful. This couple started outside a rodeo yard with a grill. Wow. And uh, to my understanding, uh, I, I believe they do several hundred turkey legs a day. And uh, not only it's good, a good food, a fun food, but we're going to have it stuff. You can get it with Cajun rice. Yummy shrimp creole. I told you, I knew it's gonna be good. Famous macaroni and cheese, <laughs> which that don't sound too healthy, but it certainly sounds good. <laughs> you gotta have you have to have balance. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, we'll be sure to get you guys the information, and I know that uh, as far as resources, hey, you never know who's listening. If you love the idea and what Pastor Chuck uh, is doing in our in the Peoria area community, or you live in a community where something like this needs to be done in your area, and you want to uh, connect with uh, Pastor Chuck and find out what he's doing, so that maybe you can do something similar, or if you have some financial resources that you want to uh, help or time, talents, gifts, you know, all of that, uh, I know that they would appreciate it. And, you know, how would how's the best way for them to reach out, to get in touch, to find anything? Well, um, we haven't established a website yet. Okay. So uh, we have a telephone number and you can text or call. Uh, most people connect with us on Facebook, social media, which is very resourceful. Yes. But you can call me at 309, and it's very easy, 350-7200. Okay, you know, perfect. We're definitely open for thoughts, ideals, and uh, Okay, absolutely. great. All right, you got it. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, I know we'll have you on the show again because I had so much fun and we yeah, got same. lots to talk about. So, yeah, absolutely. all right, enjoy uh, your the rest of your week and thanks for tuning in.